Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think the the easiest question to ask is for both of us to answer what is the reason as to why men cheat? Right. And when the I, number one money question. That's the number one money question, right? <laughs> What's up guys? Welcome back to the episode of Who Can Relate. Today I have a uh, a very special guest who actually reached out to me to uh to come on the movement and uh and and it meant a lot to me so i'm excited to to bring him to you guys so allow me to introduce mr don benjamin my guy what's good bro for having me man of course man again i uh appreciate the reach out we were just talking right before we started recording about how um there's not a lot of guys out here open and willing to be vulnerable open and willing to um take ownership of their actions and 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 uh so we're gonna get into all that today but before we roll into that um i'm sure a lot of people out here know know who you are yeah. um but in case there's one person under the rock that doesn't right. tell us a little bit about your background where you from when'd you get out to la so i moved to la 2006 from minnesota okay um to pursue acting yeah. and actually acting in music originally i okay. didn't want to model but um i fell into modeling mm. 2013 Tyra Banks. I went on America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that was like the start of it all. Like yeah. I said, before that, I was a rapper. I was, you know, <laughs> doing doing different things. And then I got yeah. that opportunity to go on the show. Okay. And it kind of just set everything in a different in a different direction. Yeah. And um, modeling, mm-hmm. just started booking campaigns and, and, and doing that and trying yeah. to figure out how to blend the three together. That's a hard that's a hard thing to blend, bro. It is, bro, because nobody <laughs> sees a you know, like when you're a rapper and yeah. they're like you're a model trying to be a rapper. Right, right, and right. So like it doesn't make sense to them, even though the two worlds really yeah. combine. Well, it's like being an athlete. And then them trying to rap right. for whatever reason. There's not a lot of dudes. Maybe Dame is maybe the closest yeah, one to, exactly. to marry the two. And no, but, and yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and not a lot of people even still respect that. Even Drake, right. like Drake, 
as an actor coming into it, like it's yeah, it's not too many stories where it's like yeah, they successfully transform yeah, even though they were doing the music first yeah yeah yeah. So so you moved out to L.A. and then you started you tried to marry all three. Um, when I think I I saw something or read something that you were talking about how. Just because you moved, it didn't just pop off like right, right away from yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you said you waited like seven years for your break or something like that. Seven years, yeah, yeah. It took me seven years. I was, <laughs> I was faking it till I make it. <laughs> yeah, <for> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so for all the people out there who think it's just like I'm gonna move out there and everything's gonna take care of itself, you know? Well, they, I think they say overnight success is what like ten years, seven to ten yeah, years anyway. Yeah. So I think Kevin Hart always always talks. He goes, I mean, if, if fifteen years overnight success, then I then I right, guess right, exactly. Um, cool. So you moved to you from Chicago. Um, you moved to Minnesota um, with your mom and pops. Just your mom. Yeah. So my parents moved me to Minneapolis when I was like three. Okay. Um, from Chicago, and then they split up right away. Okay. Right when we got to Minneapolis, my father had a drug addiction wow. and and was doing some other things, and so him and my mother split, and then it yeah. was just me and my mother pretty much my entire mm. upbringing. How would a, a father having a drug addiction? being raised by a single mom, um, how would that impact you? I think that's the start to it all, really, as mm-hmm. a man, because um, I feel like a boy, like, we need our father. You know, yeah, we need sure. that guidance. We need that attention. Yeah. Like, a man, like, even though they say mama's boy, like, <laughs> I feel like we always want to impress our father. Like, right, we want right, to kind of right. live in whatever image we think they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, out the gate, coming up as a, as a in a single-parent household and and wondering why my father isn't around, you know, yeah, like not yeah. that I really seen that from friends around me because growing up in the inner city, right, right. not really too many of my friends had their fathers yeah. around. If they did, it was strange. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. everybody was kind of raised by their mother, but, yeah. but you know, on TV, seeing two parents right, and right. seeing like how they make it look like the kid and their dad. So yeah. for me, it was like, well, why isn't he around? And, mm. and when we would get ready to hang out, there was always an excuse or, right, right. and so, you know, that, like subconsciously triggers something sure. inside of you that you don't even realize you're yeah. carrying this weight as you get older, you know? Yeah, no, you're preaching to the choir. In fact, one of my last episodes I <clears throat> I did, we were talking about that, and I said the only visual experience that I had of a, of a, a family dynamic household was on TV. Mm-hmm. A couple of my friends, you know, had, had that um, environment in their house, but for the most part it was TV, and so for me, same thing. And you you yearn that you know yeah. what I mean and so for me growing up I always had that as a goal you yeah. know to have a family and and whether it was trying to to fill a void or it's just truly you know what I wanted and and turns out that's that's what it is today but I definitely can uh can relate to that because that's something that I think as a as a as a man growing up without a father and unfortunately it's, it's a lot of that is black men growing up without mm-hmm. fathers it does a lot to you then now and then in the future unless you recognize it yeah. unless you become aware of it. Yeah. Right. So for me, you only, I always had this mindset of you only get one dad, you only get one mom at the end of the day. So for me, am I going to sit here and use the excuse of well, my pops wasn't around and he was an alcoholic right. and he was abusive to my mom verbally and physically. I'm just going to fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well he may not be able to teach me a lot of things. Right? right. But I can definitely do one thing, which is I can learn from his mistakes. Right. Right. So at the end of the day, I always looked at like, what didn't he do right? You know, what, what what did he do wrong? And for me, it was like, okay, cool. Now I know what not to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I used that as like a catalyst, so to speak, um, as something that, you know, I kept at the forefront. Right. So 
moving on uh, during the timeline, because we'll, we'll get back to childhood a little bit later. Um, I want to talk about how COVID and, and this pandemic. Yeah. Um, on our pre-call, you said this this year was kind of a catalyst year for you, like where something switched, mm-hmm. something changed. Yeah. And I've, I've been saying during during quarantine and, and again, during the pandemic, you have two choices. You have either you can just be lazy, just binge every Netflix show you've been wanting to watch right. or just right. sleep in because you've been wanting to sleep right. in. Or you could roll up your sleeves and be like, take an assessment check of your life. Like, am I good where I'm at? Do mm-hmm. I want to, sw- do I need to switch it up? Do yeah. I want to switch it up? And mm-hmm. so for you, I think you mentioned that again, something yeah. that something, something clicked and you were like, I need to right. switch some stuff around. Yeah, man. For me, it was really, um, you know, like I thought my life was going well. Like I have some fame. I, I make good money yeah. you know I get a travel I get to do things but then as I started like once this year hit and I and I had a uh, super public breakup mm. it was like okay let me sit down and reevaluate the way I have been living and right. what I have been doing like because yeah I make money but where's all my money going like I'm blowing mm. through all my money it's not sticking around because right. it's not the right money necessarily sometimes or I'm not doing the right things with it yeah you yeah. know and then relationship wise like why do I keep doing the same thing in these relationships? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why am I doing the same unhealthy patterns? Right. And, and for me, like the COVID, I was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to break myself down. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go out here and do the same things. I'm not going to be in the house drinking. Right, and, right, right. you know, like being on Tinder or whatever. Like trying <laughs> yeah. to, like, you know what I'm saying? I just got out of a relationship. I could either go down that path and, yeah. and be like, all right, well, I'm single. Right. Let me get back with my boys and, right, and keep right. doing the same thing I've been doing. Or hold myself accountable yeah. for stuff that I've been doing wrong mm. to keep leading to me having ended relationships, you yeah. know? So everybody kind of like, you see where everybody went in COVID and it was yeah, like, yeah. either you gonna, you gonna build yourself up or you gonna just, you know, go that way. And exactly. for me, I was like, I'm 33, like I'm about to mm. be 33 this year when mm. COVID hit. And I was like, I want, I see myself doing different things in my life. I don't want to keep doing the same right. BS childish things. I yeah. want to like hold myself accountable. And so yeah. I just buckled down. Mm. So that, that leads me to, uh, to talk about something that I think um, a lot of men and women um, may at first, when they hear the statement um, be surprised, but then when I break it down and you and I break it down, maybe they can relate to it. I personally believe that men change for one of two reasons. Yeah. One is money. Mm-hmm. The other is women. Yeah. Myself, I changed for the women part of it. Yeah. Right. And I want to make one thing clear is, is we'll, we'll dissect all this. I didn't change for a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. I changed for myself first and foremost, which, right. which should be the catalyst for everybody. Yeah. Um, the woman would be the bonus. The money would be the bonus. Right. right? So I changed for myself, number one. But I, I changed for myself to know that in doing that, I would then in turn become a better father to my daughter. Mm. At the time I wasn't married. So at the, you know, back then I'm like, I'm going to prepare myself for the woman that I want to marry because when that opportunity door is knocking, I want to be ready myself. I want to be ready to go. Um, and then number three, it was just overall in general, like I knew that I need to make necessary changes. So for you, would you say that the breakup was, was really kind of like, for lack of a better term, rock bottom? Oh, yeah, for sure. And Mm. for me, like, it's it's like you said, like, initially, you know, because I feel like whoever is getting broken up with 
is the one that kind of goes into panic mode. <laughs> yeah, like you're, yeah. if you're the one where it's like, I'm ending this, you're, in you're charge, good, yeah. you're in charge. But yeah. when somebody breaks up with you, yeah, you're like, oh damn, like you start to kind of panic. And so for me, yeah, when when I got broken up with, like I had never gotten broken up with before. You know, like mm-hmm. I was always the one leaving relationships. Okay. And so I kind of went in a panic mode, and yeah. it was like, what do I? How do I get this back? Right, right. But then. I accepted the I accepted it and that's mm-hmm. when I, I talked to my life coach, I talked to my pastor and I was like, yo, mm-hmm. like I want to change for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? First and, and, and it for first and foremost. And if yeah. I can get her back in the midst of it's a bonus. doing what I need to do for myself, right, then that'll be amazing. Yeah. But I need to figure out why I keep doing stupid stuff <laughs> in relationships. I need to figure out why yeah. like I'm breaking these girls' hearts and make like, you know, and so yeah. for me it was a woman that mm. made me decide that, but it was a woman making me realize I needed to do it for myself. Yeah, well, I think she lit that fire. Exactly. F- first and foremost, mm-hmm. right? And and that's what happened with me. You know, my my um, light bulb moment, so to speak, came when I was thirty, and and I had just broken up with my my last my ex, and I I had this epiphany that I was like, what am I missing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm a good guy. I feel like I, I, I deserve what I desire and yeah. I'm not getting it. Uh-huh. And then I took a hard look in the mirror. Instead of pointing, the, I used to point the finger right. all the time at everybody else and mainly women. Yeah. It's not me, bro. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. She's tripping. Her, her, she, she. Right. right. <laughs> and then that, that one day I took, I, I pointed the finger at myself and I was like, damn. And I always say this, everyone watches it, like Justin always talks about this, but I always say the same thing, which is if I sat down on all my exes at a round table, and I was like, all right, go ahead. Everybody roast <laughs> me. Go ahead. Just just, just yeah. have at it, right? Right. Each one of them would have the same negative thing to say about me. Yeah. So what does that say about me? Mm-hmm. I'm the common denominator. Because my mindset was, which thank God I realized, you know, that was that's not the right equation is. Back then, I used to take the same me into a new relationship and expect a new result, a mm-hmm. different result. Yeah. That's not the equation. Mm -mm. So what happened was I kept taking the same me into a new relationship, getting the same result. And that's when I had this this realization, which ultimately just sums up to self-awareness, right? Of, damn, maybe it's not them. Maybe it's me. And I think for a lot of men, it's difficult for us to come to that realization moment. One, because of ego, yeah. right? Yeah. Two, because of pride. Yeah. And three, because we're so so stubborn. You know, we're never wrong. Again, it's her. It's not me. It's her. And so... I guess my, my follow-up question to you is, knowing that you had all this self-awareness at that moment, besides your ex and, and the breakup, what do you think is, is, is the timing for a man, let's just say, and it, it could be different for everyone, it could be subjective, mm-hmm. of when self-awareness actually kicks in? Because, right, so for men, we typically mature later. Right. Okay, uh-huh. everyone knows that, especially women. But for us... In my opinion, until we are self-aware, yeah. we are not ready for the settle down. Mm-hmm. We're not ready to be as successful as we know our potential can be. Yeah. So for self-awareness for you, what does that look like? Um, you know, that's a good question. And that's what I was kind of asking my mentors because they're older. Mm. And, and I think that's what it really boiled down to was um, putting myself around people that aren't like me. Or, right. or they were like me, but yeah, but they changed, but matured, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, what age did it take to get there? Right, and because you know, if we're running with the same people in there, and they're encouraging your mistakes, or they're yeah. they're they're letting you feel like it's okay, right, right. You need somebody that's gonna hold you accountable in yeah. your circle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so, 
I feel like it 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 happens in your thirties, you know, forties. Yeah. Like you said, some men, bro, it takes their forties or fifties. Yeah. But but I feel like the ones that really are making a difference in the world mm-hmm. that I look at, like it happened in like their thirties, where yeah. they where they woke up in their thirties and they were like, "Yo, I had to make this change." Yeah. It wasn't sitting well in my heart. Whatever actions I was doing, like I right. feel like the thirties is like our breaking point. Where we're <laughs> yeah. Like, well, as someone told me a long time ago when I was thinking about getting married, I think I was in my mid 20s maybe maybe 26 27 and um he was like honestly the best advice i can give you is you should not get married until you're 30 Mm -hmm. and it's not about going out and getting all these girls right Mm -hmm. before you have to settle down with one it was more so because of the maturity factor yeah i don't know what that 30 bracket does for us that that decade but it does everything and again so so for us having that self-awareness really again was just the overall jumping off point yeah you know and so i think we talked about this before, how if you're the the, the best guy in your circle, mm-hmm. you don't benefit, yeah. actually. You're the one who's... Everybody's who, benefiting off Yeah, you. you're at yeah. a disadvantage because yeah. how are you going to grow and how are right. you going to mature? Because now you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So you can't grow and be comfort uh, comfortable at the same yeah. time. So all the people in your circle who look up to you, they're reaping mm-hmm. the benefits. So a, a word and, and a message to encourage men out there, which is, Try to reassess your circle. You know, I I mentioned this to you that there's a stat that is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. Like, let that marinate for a second. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if your boy's out here cheating, if if your boy's out here just going to the club, getting messed up every single weekend and just blacking out, forgetting what he like you are somewhat of an average of, of all of them. Yeah. So reassess your circle yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and that also just means having a good support system around right. you. So can you talk about that a little bit of how, how and when you kind of changed all that? You know, it's crazy because like I just I think we get stuck in this habit. We get stuck in this routine that's comfortable for us. Yeah. And it's like it's our circle. We're comfortable with our circle. But it's not so much like there's a, a group of people where it's like I look at them as my brother yeah but you have to decide like okay well okay I might come kick it with you and we're gonna play video games or <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. sports but yeah, yeah. majority of my week I have to be around this type of people yeah. you know and and sometimes you have to do that and it's yeah. and for me like I said it all kind of this year it honestly had my father passed away three years ago oh wow and okay so he passed away in 2017 wow and luckily we got to like mend our relationship like yeah. you know um we built our relationship. He apologized for like all the stuff he put me through. Yeah. But when he passed away, like I was supposed to be moving him to LA mm. and putting him up in a place. Man. And, uh, it was supposed to, he passed away in September yeah. and I was supposed to be moving out in like, uh, January. Damn. And so he passed away and it kind of really made me look at life differently. Sure, sure. And I was like, I stepped back and I was like, damn, like, life is short yeah what is our purpose here right you know like and i started to look at life differently but i was still like one foot in one foot out like i was still you know i was battling temptation issues i was battling whatever i had going on where i needed my ego stroke i needed to feel like i could get whatever girl i wanted even if i wasn't like just knowing that i could whatever i was filling the void inside of me like these were things that i was still half stepping with Mm. and so for the past, like the the next couple of years after he passed away, mm-hmm. I was still one foot in, one foot out of trying to find my real purpose in life, but still doing the same things I was doing. Yeah. And so, like I said, this year when the breakup hit, 
I had that choice to keep half stepping mm-hmm. or really like just go all in. Or taking a full step exactly. back. Exactly. <laughs> Take that full step back <laughs> yeah. and really be like, dog, like why? Like why yeah. do why do so many men in the world say as long as you're a good dude and you're nice and yeah. you come home and take care of your family right, and, right. and hold it down, you can have something on the side or you could do this, that. Yeah. Like, why do so many men yeah. claim that's cool? And then, you know, we we go in the same route where it's like, yeah, and we try to tell ourselves that lie. Right, right. And so that was the main issue I was dealing with was like mm. temptation battles. Right. Like, luckily, I never followed addiction like my father. Right. But you, I you had, had a different kind of addiction. But I had a different kind of addiction. I was yeah. addicted to, you know, the attention, the yeah. the knowing I could get whatever I wanted or whatever the case. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to deal with this demon. Yeah. And, you know, and so. Yeah. It's. Well, let's 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 talk about that, though, because the the demon. Right. And and, and I was this way, too. Um, I've been a, a person of cheated on my past and, and and definitely at the forefront of mainly was the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was addicted to the attention mm-hmm. and, and different women's attention, not mm-hmm. just one. For some reason, right. I couldn't just be happy with the one. Yeah. But I think a question that a lot of a lot of women, for sure, and, and, and maybe guys out here can learn, too. Hopefully they do. Right. But I think the, the easiest question to ask is for both of us to answer. What is the reason as to why men cheat? Right. And when the number I, one money question, that's the number one money question. <laughs> right. And and before we really dive, dive into it, we talked about and you, you mentioned something that was really good on, yeah. on our pre-call. And you said um, and, and I agree with you. It's where we come from. Right. It's what we're conditioned to. Mm-hmm. You know, our pops had that same demon right. of, of temptation, of mm-hmm. attention, of, of cheating. And so for us, we've been taught to it's not about just the, the one good girl. It's about how many you could get. Right. You know, the whole saying of mm-hmm. I want my cake and eat it too. Right. Some guys are like, I want the whole bakery, you right. know, whatever uh-huh. it is. Yeah. And so for us to, you know, all of a sudden one day rewrite the narrative that we've been conditioned to of no, no, no. It's not even about the quantity. It's about the quality. Right. But you can't just turn that switch off. Right. So let's talk about it. It's it's about reprogramming your mind. It's like I, yeah. I tell people like, like you said, our whole life we've been programmed to how many girls can you get? Right. Who are you know what I'm saying? Who's this girl you dating? Oh well, who else you got? And, and we're we're taught these things, and then all of a sudden you're you're taught to be in a relationship yeah. and only be focused on this one person. Mm. And then the world is so sexually driven mm. that it's like if you're not aware of your mind and what's being fed to you, then you're constantly thinking about all this sexual stuff, you're looking at another woman walk by and you're thinking about what it would be like to be with her. And and you carry that into your relationship because you're not in control of your mind. Right. And so, um, so how does one get control of their mind? You got to be aware. That's the thing is we're not taught this. We're taught, we're taught about the wars at Gettysburg. We're not taught about, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? We're not taught about awareness. Like we're not taught about (laughs) self-awareness. We're taught about things that can't really benefit our well-being. We can't relate to it, you know? And so you have to go search for this. I had to go search for this information on my own. Right. And people aren't really, really, they don't want to search for this unless like you said, they have to, is it a money issue or a Mm -hmm. woman issue? And and it's like you said, or it's a rock bottom issue. Exactly. You know, a lot of people will, will hopefully, decide to make that change when you hit rock bottom and rock right. bottom could be different for a lot of people. But again, for men, I think it's either money, either I'm broke yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> or it's woman. Damn, she, the right. one got away right. type of thing, you know? Exactly. So for men, I feel like when it comes to men cheating, I feel like one is just about, we're so used to 
mm-hmm. worrying about having as many girls as possible. Right. When we finally get one, mm-hmm. our mind is still because we're not really thinking like yeah. we're just going. Yeah. So when you're in a relationship, you're still in player right. mode. You're still in. Yeah. For the most part, you yeah, know, totally. And and of course, there are the times where like where they say, like, maybe a man's not getting what he needs at home. Sure. So he feels like he has to go out. Sure. But for the most part, like I tell women all the time, a man could have the most beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She could be performing any sexual hey, things. He Holly needs. Berry. Got you know what I'm down. saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. all of the most beautiful, successful women. Right. But if the man isn't isn't in the right place mentally yeah. it doesn't matter what you're doing like yeah he still is f- trying to fill a void and yeah and a lot of men are trying to fill voids that that came from their childhood right you know something yeah. that happened with their parents they weren't getting the attention they needed they weren't right. getting the the pats on the back or something like that and now yeah. they're seeking this from from a woman and they're seeking that sexual mm-hmm. high you know and they're and it's it's an addiction like you said yeah. and yeah. so yeah um Yes, yeah, it's, it's like the number one question is like, well, why do people cheat? Why do men cheat? Well, it's you touched on something that's really important, and I think people need to understand this context. Everything comes back to childhood, even why men cheat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let, let alone everything else. And as we touched on, it's what we were conditioned to from our pops, or what we heard of them. If some people haven't even met their fathers, right? It's it's a it's the um, the rumors that you hear, right? And and what they were about. But the other thing is this. And I had to learn this the hard way. I had an episode on um, on relationship hacks, and I talked about how people try to fill voids with other people. Mm-hmm. And I was I was definitely that person. I right. would try to fill my voids with women. And so what would happen is, is once I realized that, A, they couldn't do it, then I would go to try to replace them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would try to replace them while I was in the relationship with them, which right. is why I was cheating. And then I had this like come to Jesus moment, thankfully, <laughs> um, right. with my therapist. And he was telling me only you can complete you. Mm-hmm. And when he broke it down, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, think about it. Like, what is it going to take to make you happy? Right. And I had a hard time answering that question. And then finally, when I started to break it down, he was like, what does your wife have to do with any of the, the things you just mentioned? And I'm like, oh, oh, OK, <laughs> OK. So now I realize bless her heart, no matter how much she tries to do something I'm asking her to do, it's not going to last ultimately because I'm going to get bored mm-hmm. or I'm going to realize that you're not doing it the way I, I need it or want right. it to happen. So therefore, for everyone out there needs to understand, only you can complete you. That is no one's responsibility. They aren't, that's not their job. That's on you. But the only way you're going to know how to complete you again is, is we tie it back to self-awareness. So if you're not self-aware, you don't know what your what your voids are. Right. You don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you still have triggers and patterns from from your childhood that you need to be fixed now today. Mm-hmm. But again, only you can do that. But I think another reason, like you said, too, you touched on how men, you know, it's all subjective as to why men cheat, you know. But for me, I think the number one thing is boredom. Boredom. And, and yeah. but, but it's like you said, too, you know, we, we've been so taught and conditioned to is quantity over quality, right? Yeah. So, so after a couple months, or maybe if, if you last a couple of years, you get bored and then you step out. Mm-hmm. And I know this this cliche is is uh, is overused, but the grass isn't greener on the other side. Right, is green where you water it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, bro. I got the Costco size fertilizer bag. I got I got <laughs> I got unlimited water supply. I'm gonna keep my grass <laughs> nice and tidy. Right. I'm gonna hit the edges. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm I'm gonna get it right because. I think a lot of people think, so, you know, being married now, it'll be a year. A lot of people think like, oh man, JD, he's, he's done now. He got it. Right. Like all the hard work that he did right. paid off. He's chilling now. Right. Wrong. 
<laughs> like right. the work the, there's a different ends. kind of work though yeah. when you're married right because now it's i'm committed to you mm-hmm. i said vows right you know I, I i said vows in front of your parents i said vows in front of my my people you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's it's a different level of respect it's yeah. a different level of accountability and dependability mm-hmm. and yeah. loyalty uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and also for me i'm trying to be the one to break the chain in my family like mm-hmm. i'm not trying to be another man who cheats in my family right. i'm not trying to be another man who who is a liar you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying or who like my dad was i'll be at your game and then wouldn't show up right you know what i'm saying so and you, we touched on that you know on our pre-call and you you were saying as well you know because it's, it's a lineage thing like we keep talking about yeah. so what is the breaking the chain moment and and when you came to that realization what does that feel like and what does that mean to you i mean I proposed in front of the world, like, you know what I'm saying? A straight <laughs> wow. public proposal, you know what I'm saying? And then to go and mess up, mm. that for me, it's like, well, damn, what, like, why? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if I say, like, that's the thing is we say we love somebody or respect somebody, but mm. but as men, it's like when you're living, like, when you don't think cheating is that bad or you mm. think that you can flirt or just talk to somebody like any, any emotional level of cheating it. like it may not even about. be physical but emotional just which is a, worse exactly emotional yeah. like whatever it is yeah like what what is it that's driving this and right. so for me it was like yo like why do i why do i need to do this like what am i gaining from this and yeah. so for me it was really just like taking a look at myself and being like what is it inside of me that's making me get this high from other women right. making me think that I could sleep with them or mm. talk to them or that they like me in some way. Sure, sure. And and so it's just about really being aware of yourself. And, and like I said, like we're so programmed. And so really everything, whether it's success, mm-hmm. whether it's relationships, yeah. whether it's like whatever it is, it's all programmed in our mind. Stems from somewhere. And, yeah. and so the key just to everything is being aware of what's coming into your mind mm-hmm. and, and and blocking it and putting in what you want in your mind. So, yeah. you know, I, like I said, I read a lot of books like Devon Franklin. Mm-hmm. I read um, the, the Truth About Men. I read Every Man's Battle mm-hmm. talking about how we don't even realize just the small things of like, like, unfollowing certain people on social media or or not if you see something come on tv you know and like kind of like turning your head yeah because there's so much sexual stuff just being thrown at us that right as a man it's like how am i not gonna yeah it's all right in front of you us. know it's like and it's easily accessible and, and it's like yo there's a million especially in la or being yeah. an entertainer or a model there's a yeah. million beautiful women but it's like what am i getting Mm-hmm. Okay, if I sleep with all hundred of these beautiful women, mm-hmm. and I have one good beautiful woman at home, what am I getting right. from messing with all of those women? Right, like what is that doing for me? You know what I'm saying? For sure, and that's and that's a choice though that exactly. that you have to make it at the end of the day. And and until you can make that choice, I think, or and or until the choice is made for you, right? Which it sounds like it was for you, right? Ex- the breakup happened. Exactly, it was rock bottom. And it's just a like I said, man. It's just like. It's what is it that's going to make you want to change your mindset? The same, like you said, are you going to be dead broke? Are you about to go bankrupt? Are you losing your house? Yeah. Your job? Yeah. Are you going to wake up and realize that you put, that you create your life? Like the book you gave me, the the secret, the the magic, the magic from the secret. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things, bro, that we're, that we need to be taught in school is we can control our outcome by what we let in our mind and our, in our head. And so for sure whether it's relationships or or business like yeah. these are things that we need to be 
working yeah. on it. And I'm blessed. Like I tell people all the time, like as much as it hurt me the beginning of the year, like when I broke up yeah. and, and when I was sick, it was what I needed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure it's what you were, what you needed to yeah. really reach that level yeah. of real, really, you can call yourself a man now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I really can walk in a room and be confident and be like, yo, I'm a real man. Like yeah. I'm not hiding anything in the closet. Like right, right. I've dealt with my demons. I'm still yeah. working with them. It's not, it's not nothing that you just do and then stop no, working on. It like, never ends. But once you're aware of it, right, it becomes a new habit and you're like Well, I think the other thing to take away from a situation like, you know, you said you hit rock bottom is number one, it can't get worse than that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Okay. First yeah. and foremost. And should you ever have temptation down the road, should you ever have a that that addiction mm-hmm. feeling that kind of comes back? Now you know because you can you can take what you thought was a loss. It's mm-hmm. actually a lesson. Yeah. You can take that lesson and then apply it to today and be like, okay, because of my mistakes in the past, now I know how to fix this before it even I can prevent it before it even happens, mm-hmm. right? And that's 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 someone who is mature. That's someone again who understands that this is a choice I have to make, right? At the end of the day, because no one's gonna make this for me. No one's out here living for mm-hmm. Don. No one's out here living for me. You yeah. know what I mean? So for us to have that consciousness is is so important. And I think a good follow up question again, and, and this is me trying to to, to predict what the women watching right. you know will want to yeah. know is can men be faithful is is my my first question and right. my follow-up question is do they deserve a second chance right and and i say i think men can be faithful i know they can be faithful mm. because some of my mentors are proof mm. and and i feel like men deserve a second chance if they're willing to put that work in on themselves first okay you know like a lot of women will stick around with a man who's constantly cheating, yeah. constantly doing them wrong. Yeah. And they, they say, I'm going to work on it, or they say this and that, but they don't really right. put the work because nobody really knows the work that it takes right. to do self. Like yeah. you said, self-healing. Well, I, and I always say this too. Um, <laughs> I said this to my wife early on in our relationship. I said, I want my actions to speak so loud, you don't even hear my words. Mm-hmm. Forget all the talking because mm-hmm. anybody could talk and I definitely can talk. That's why I got this show. Right. But I was like, I want my right. actions to be so memorable. You don't even remember what I said. Yeah. If someone was like, what did Justin tell you? She's like, I don't know, but he showed me this. Right. That's what I would rather have you respond and, with. And that's keys. I, that's the, I feel like that's the biggest point is action because yeah. we could talk. We could talk circles around anybody all day. But yeah. If your actions aren't carrying more weight than your words. Right. Then it's just a repeated. It's a repeated process. Yeah. And it's like, cause it's easy. It's so easy to slip up. Yeah. Like, and to revert back to your old it's ways. It's easy to revert back to your own ways. If you're not right. changing everything about yeah. situations that can lead you there, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right, what right. are you, what are you doing to change? Like, you know, okay, well you, you did this to me in my relationship. If somebody cheated, yeah. what, what puts you in that position to cheat? How are you going to make sure you don't fall back in that same position again? Right, right, right. You know? So, um, I think that's the key is, yeah, of course people get changed no matter what is, yeah. do they want to change? Do they want to put the work in? So, so let's say you, you're in your situation, right? And, and let's say you're trying to get a second chance and let's say there's a guy out there, or many guys out there who have cheated and they're trying to get a second chance. My, my question is because everyone deserves a second chance, but how is it going to be that a woman now can gain her trust back? Right. If, if a guy cheats, Right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the idea is fun. 
mm-hmm. and what you want and what will bring you joy mm-hmm. might not be the same thing. Right. She may want to have that guy back. Right. But it may not be what she what, the result may not be what she internally right. wants. And more importantly, what maybe she internally needs. A lot of times, I think when when people cheat and then they, they try to go back and, and the woman or man tries to take them back. They have to remember one simple thing. Again, actions are going to speak louder than words. So there's two other things. Mm-hmm. So two things. And the other one is people will show you who they are. Yep. It's up to you whether or not you want to believe them. Mm-hmm. So if someone cheats and they're trying to get back, those actions need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. They need to be true. And they need to be able to be memorable, able to be uh, maintained, right? Yeah. So an- another way to look at it too is for a woman she's going to need some transparency. Yeah. She's going to need some check-ins, mm-hmm. maybe more than usual. Yeah. And for a lot of guys, I know, cause I've been, I've been the one who's cheated and I tried to get back and I don't have patience. Right. So I'm like, in my head, I have unrealistic expectations. Right. First of all, those unrealistic expectations are we're going to get back and everything's going to be cool on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Guys, don't don't do that out there. Okay, <laughs> it's her timeline. This is her world. We are now living in it right. because we messed up. But the other thing is, is for again for women, she's not really sure probably how long it's going to take. It's probably going to come down to a feeling like, okay, I feel like I can trust him again. How long it's going to take, or if it's going to last, you know? Let's talk about it. I mean, yeah. So I, like I said, bro, I went. I talked all year to life coaches who made the same mistakes, to mentors. I read books. On pe- from people who have made the same mistakes to really figure out how they did that, how mm-hmm. they broke that chain. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm a serial cheater, right, but right. Well, once you do it, you look at yourself like that. You're like, yo, at any moment time. I could do this all the time. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you break that? And, and I feel like it ultimately comes down to you wanting to do this for yourself, not for your partner one. Exactly. That's the biggest point because if you're just trying to do this for them, you're probably going to fall back into it at some point because you're feeling like it's like a struggle that you're fighting with. But if you're like, I need this for me, no matter if I'm back with her, like we talked about, or or with somebody new, at the end of the day, you know that you're putting this work in for yourself to become the best version of yourself. And so in the midst of doing that, you're going to be hungry for more knowledge, more ways to keep this up, to to keep sustaining it. And, And what I learned is also, like you said, our goal, bro, like once you become, once you're in a relationship, our goal is to praise our woman. Like a lot of the, a lot of the issues is a lot of men. Like there has to be that balance, of course, but we need to make our woman feel like a queen. Right. And Up, so uplift exactly them. uplifting them. Yeah. And so with that, like whatever it takes to make them comfortable, like if, we, if they need access to our phones, if whatever it is, it's like, if you don't want to give them access, that's already a red flag. Cause <laughs> yeah. it's like, what are you hiding in <laughs> exactly. there? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the key. It's like, yeah. Why would I be so tight on my phone when I'm not hiding nothing? Right. But maybe is a message going to come through or something like, yeah. so right. these are things where it's like, you have to be willing to like do whatever step it takes to make your partner yeah. comfortable. Yeah. And this is even if you haven't cheated, like these are things. Oh, for sure. Uh, building a relationship <laughs> yeah. that I, that, you know what I'm saying? That most people don't realize or, or right. know. And right. so it's like your partner should be able to be comfortable yeah. going through your stuff. Yeah. And, and it's hard because it's like people is like, well, this is my privacy. Even if I'm not, if I'm not doing nothing, yeah. it's like, well, this is mine. Mm-hmm. But when you get in a marriage, I mean, I'm not married, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's one, like it's yeah. ours. Well, someone who is right. married, so yeah, I'll let you, you know, know. <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> it's, uh, bro, 
something that that I think is common sense to most people, but was rocket science to me. Transparency and being honest with yourself and your and your woman is the easier of the two. Mm-hmm. It was so hard for me to maintain different women at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was so hard for me to be on my phone and she's laying next to me on the couch and I'm so worried that uh, Pizza Hut's going to text me at 2 a.m. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Bro, I used to have a privacy screen right. and I wasn't, I didn't have the job that I needed a privacy screen. Right. Everyone knew why I had one, right. you know? And it was so much work. It was so mm-hmm. draining mentally. Uh, the energy, the time spent to to just try to hide and, and lie, essentially. Mm-hmm. So as a married man, the easiest thing uh, in the married world is transparency. Mm-hmm. It's so easy that if I leave my phone on wherever, I'm not worried about her checking it. I'm right. not worried about someone calling that I'm not prepared for, right? Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. The other thing, though, uh, if, if I could just give, give more advice to um, to anyone who's, who's thinking about, you know, getting married is you have to be very clear on what you want but but also what you don't want mm-hmm. i think a lot of people like forget that a lot of yeah. people are like oh she's got to look like this the height the hair the right. lips with the body whatever this maybe women like he's got to have this kind of job or you know he can be able to take care of me stuff like that we all we, we know that but i think the the bigger thing to pay attention to is the red flags mm-hmm. what are deal breakers for you what is a hard, concrete no? Mm-hmm. I will not budge. See this right. line? You this, yeah. this this is not something to mess with. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't really sit down and make their list of what their deal breakers are, right? They're so fixated on the fantasy of what right. their perfect guy or perfect girl is. Did you ever go through that where you were kind of like, you know, when a situation where you saw a red flag yeah, and you were like, oh, man, like that hit different. I didn't really realize how much that bothers me. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because, like, even when I got in my relationship, I wasn't really looking for a relationship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never had, like, I never had, like, an ideal girl where I was like, yo, I need this in a relationship. Or Okay. I was more so just, like, I'm free. I'm single. I'm free. You're going with the flow. Because even my relationship before that, like, I kind of just fell into that. Mm -hmm. And then we were young. Yeah. And it ended up turning into a six and a half year relationship. Wow. Wow. Where it was, you know on off on off fight we're young like is this really what we want and then and then the next relationship like we were friends first Mm -hmm. and then we ended up like getting together and and falling in love with each other Mm -hmm. but i never was like these are the things that i like these are things i don't like i was just like damn like she doesn't get on my nerves right like you know saying we work well together we have the same goals Mm -hmm. i'm attracted to her physically sexually like all these things so there wasn't really a lot of negatives, right. you know, where I was like, damn, this irritates me when she yeah. does this. Yeah. Like a lot of the issues and, and I pride myself on trying to be um, as, I guess, humble or as I like mold myself to mm. fit situ- situations mm. where I'm not going to get on a girl's nerves, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to press you. I don't complain. I'm, right, I'm not right. argumentative. I'm yeah. like, I try to make sure I try to do things how I want them. Right. And so going into relationship, that's why I said there wasn't a lot of like battles other than that one thing. It's sure. like, why is this thing keep popping up? Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's how, you know, it's like, because when I was single, like if a girl like talked too much or <laughs> we couldn't have like a good, solid, decent conversation, right. like no depth. it yeah. would kind of throw me off, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so, yeah. um, 
No, it's it's important again to to be clear on that um, because it's it's not a matter of if you're gonna disagree on something. It's a matter of when, mm-hmm. but it's how you communicate during mm-hmm. that time. So something, um, our marital therapist uh, gave us this, which was great, and she said, you know. It's easy to to figure out everything in hindsight. Mm-hmm. When the sunny days are out, life is good. Everything's great. Yeah. But when you start to argue and there's some rainy days and you can't see it eye to eye on something, then all that was in hindsight before is now foggy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and you can't really figure out what's going on. And so she gave us this this piece of advice. And um, she said, when you are at your best in your relationship, sit down, make a list of how you want to be talked to in an argument, mm-hmm. how you how you want and feel you need to be communicated right. with in during an argument, because that's when you want to sit down because now you're clear. Now you have mm-hmm. all the hindsight. So now we get into an argument. I can go grab that list and be like, yeah. uh, you mentioned that you want to be talked to. Like, you know, like, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, and you, right. She can't argue right. with that, but he can't argue with that. It's like, <laughs> right. these are your words. Right. It's just my handwriting, you know? Right. So that, that really helped out because, again, I used to always... Um, I used to be quick to pull the plug on my relationship. I'm done. I, I, I'm, I, this, this is over. Yeah. When something would go wrong. And, and then I realized from all my mentors in, in my life, I remember the first kind of realization, I'm like, oh, man, you guys have problems, too. And they were like, bro, like right. every week, you right. know, or, uh-huh. or at least every month. Yeah. Depends on the time of the month, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, right. but he's like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, wow, I thought I thought it was all supposed to just be easy every day. Right. And he's like, no, not at all. So then that that rearranged my expectations. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not a matter of if it's when, but just be prepared when, when that time comes. An- another thing I, I wanted to touch on too is, and, and actually you asked me this question and I was like, man, that's, that's a good, we should talk about it, which was um, how does a woman know if a man is ready for commitment? Yeah. If a man is ready to settle down? Mm-hmm. And I had to really think about that from the fe- I asked I asked my wife from the female perspective I was like babe like, how, how you feel about that and and she honed in on saying it was it was as long as they are self-aware as long as the actions speak louder than the words and as long as that that man being self-aware can also be vulnerable mm. can also own up to their wrongdoing sometimes mm-hmm. can take ownership of that and so early in our relationship I messed up a couple times doing some things I shouldn't have done because at first I was lying about it. Right. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was still wrong. It was it was disrespectful. And at first I was lying and and my old manipulator self would kind of creep in. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 I can't do that with this one. Right. So I was honest with her and I said, you know, the truth is. I guess now that I realize I've been lying with these white lies since I was a kid. Right. So I'm so conditioned to that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was like, I, I wasn't even cheating. You right. know what I mean? Like, but I guess this white lie is bad. Right. You know, so I think for us as men, it's like, how much can we get away with? Mm-hmm. And so the right woman's like, nah, here, play. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm, exactly. saying? I'm not the one. Right, right, right. You know? Yep. And my wife was like that. I'm like, oh, I, I can't play these games yeah. with her that I did with all these other girls. Uh-huh. So I think for, again, to, to ask the question again, for women who are ready to settle down looking for a man, what is it that they're looking for? And, and what, maybe the better question is, what should they be looking for? Right. And I think that's the, the biggest one, bro, is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because a lot of a lot of us, we're just we're moving in motion and we're just doing the same thing over and over. But we're not self-aware. Yeah. And, and you know, we're just looking for a good time. Right. Or we're looking for a woman. 
I feel like a lot of men are just looking for a woman that's going to let them do whatever they want to do mm. when really they need to be looking for a man that's going to like come to a balance with them and be like, okay, what can I, what can I do to make you feel as comfortable as possible? Right. Not right. what are you going to make me do to feel as comfortable as possible? You know, like, yeah. I feel like that's what I've, the one thing I've learned is everything in life is you have to be selfless mm. and just think about the other person. And in that it's going to make them want to be more selfless. And that's how you get that, sure. that true bounce back, you sure, know, because sure, sure. a lot of times it's like, well, going into it, it's like, what am I going to get from this? Yeah. What, what, am, what is she doing for me? Is she cooking for me? Is mm-hmm. she, you know, are we making love every night? But when you start to think about what's going to make them happy, I feel like that's when you start to get that real bounce back. Cause she's like, damn, he's doing so much for me. I want right. to do more for him. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I feel like that's what you need. To, that's what a lot of women need to look for in a man. Yeah. Is someone that's more selfless. Yeah. And, and in a, a successful relationship, let alone marriage, you have to compromise mm-hmm. is, is definitely the word I would say too. But yeah, for sure. It's, it's to answer if there's any woman out there looking for, Mr. Right and, and, and settle down, <laughs> it's got to be someone who is self-aware. It's got to be someone who can take ownership of their actions. It's got to be someone who can be selfless and, and is willing to compromise. But it's got to be someone that you can communicate with. Communication, for sure. It's, it's, it's hard to communicate, period. But there's better ones out there that you can communicate with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that comes, in order to have a good um, level of communication relationship, it's someone who, who can be vulnerable with mm-hmm. you. And I think for me, one of the biggest things that I realized in my relationship when I knew my wife was the one was when I knew I can confide in her, mm-hmm. when I knew I could be vulnerable with her. Because I have a hard time trusting people. Yeah. I have abandonment issues from mm-hmm. childhood. Yeah. And and I think especially a lot of men, a lot of black men have abandonment issues. So women out there are like, not that this is an excuse, but it's a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we have abandonment issues. So for me, I was always afraid that my my, you know, girl at the time and, and then now my, my wife in this relationship, there were so many times where I would feel like they would leave me. Mm. And so I didn't want to be vulnerable and I didn't want to, I had to have control of the situation because I was mm-hmm. like, if this doesn't work out, I need to be the one that calls it. I right. need to be the one that ends it because mm-hmm. I can't face abandonment again. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of men out there struggle with that, maybe unknowingly Yeah. that that's part of the reason why we can't be vulnerable, mm-hmm. especially with women, because it's it's that it's that uh, that trigger that, yeah. that pattern from from childhood. I think, uh, and and it's crazy because there's not a lot of like black men that are willing to seek therapy or counseling, and I feel like <laughs> no. more need it. You know, like right. it's not like it's kind of frowned upon yep. coming up. But they're like, yeah, I'm good. You it's don't not need, cool. I don't need that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But realistically, like it helps you so much target whatever that issue is. You right. know what I'm saying? And being right. able to speak to somebody from the outside that can cast no judgment on you. Right. But but they're a professional and they actually know how to do this. Yeah. And then you can kind of once you get that information, you're like, damn, yeah. that's what I have been fighting with. Yeah. Then you can kind of go from there and see what you need to do to, to work around it. So I think For that's sure. that's like a big thing. Um, yeah. It's dope. Like how you said you guys do like marriage therapy, counsel, therapy yeah. or whatever. Like I yeah. feel like that's a key element. Like, yeah, even in, if you're in a relationship and you're a year or two or three years in. Yeah you know, like to take these things and, and be able to talk to somebody. And I feel like will help elevate the communication levels For sure. because even like you said, the small thing where it's like, I don't like this in arguments, yeah, yeah. like that's bro. Like you don't want to be in an argument and then feel like you can't speak your real opinion that's the worst. or it's like, I'm just going to bite my tongue. Yeah. You uh, know, you want to be able to actually speak and let somebody know, like, I don't like 
when you say this to me or I don't yep. like how you come at me like this. Yeah. You know, I feel like you need that in a relationship. And and it's also funny because everybody wants everything the easy way. And yep. people look at a relationship where it's like, oh, it's easy because now I just have one person and, mm-hmm. you know, but realistically it's work. It's like yep. you're going into a work situation because you have to constantly think about somebody else's feelings, right, right. their well-being, like all the time. So <laughs> a relationship is work, but yeah. anything in life worth having, worth, you know what I'm saying, is going to be work. Right. And so once For you sure. realize that, yeah. I feel like you're like, okay, am I willing to put the work in or do I just want to live free forever and yeah. do whatever I want, but nothing good is going to come of that. Right. You know? Yeah, you you said something that uh that is so interesting. And, and I'll try to, to add to it is um, black men don't go, black people don't go to therapy, let alone right. black men. But yeah. a lot of people, especially men, have a hard, hard time going to therapy because of the pride. Mm-hmm. Again, back to the ego. Because we don't think we're the problem half right. the time. So mm-hmm. we're like, what you want me to go to therapy for? Like, it's not <laughs> me, it's you, first and foremost, <laughs> right. right? But vulnerability is not the cool thing to do, right, for men. But vulnerability, it's because we think it's weak. Mm-hmm. We think showing emotion is weak, yep. right? We, we think being sensitive is weak. But vulnerability is not a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. It's the path to victory. The only way you're going to get your wife, yeah. the only way you're going to get your girl back or, or whatever you're trying to obtain mm-hmm. is through vulnerability. Yeah. If you can't be vulnerable with your girl, she's going to have a hard time trusting you. She's going to have a hard time communicating to you. She's going to have a hard time getting the, you know what, baby, you're right. I'm sorry. My bad. She's Mm -hmm. never going to get that from you because you don't ever think you're wrong because you can't be vulnerable enough. You can't check the pride and the ego Mm -hmm. at the door. And so for guys out there, like I promise you, vulnerability is dope. I'll I'll put it to you like this. Vulnerability is sexy. It is, bro. And and it it shows a real strength because like you said, it it takes strength to be vulnerable because you have to break through all of that stuff. Right we're taught not to break through so yes. once you do it you feel like like literally like you feel like you're on top of the world yeah. like yo i can be my true self i don't gotta right. like put this front on like exactly. you know it's it's crazy how good you feel when you yeah. actually become vulnerable and the reason why vulnerability is sexy more specifically is because the woman knows he did all that work yeah. to get to the vulnerable part that in stage that he's in in mm-hmm. his life like oh cool because guess what to all the women out there that's half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're welcome. If I right. show up at your door <laughs> and I'm already cool being vulnerable, right. sensitive, I'm in tune with my feelings, I can articulate my emotions, Man. I made it easy for right. both of us, especially right. though for you, yeah. right? And that's something that I had to learn. Thankfully, my wife had the patience till for, for me to figure that out on mm-hmm. my own because only we can come up with that, by yeah. the way. I want to go back to the, the second chance part. And, and I want to really break down because mm-hmm. uh, we, we hit on it a little bit, but I really want to break down how if there's a guy out there who's who's trying to, to get his woman back or a girl trying to mm-hmm. trying to get her man back. And if it doesn't work, I want to talk about that for a second, because I've done that in the past and I've because it didn't work or and or it didn't work on the timeline of, that I had laid out. I reverted back to my old ways mm-hmm. and I was like, see, I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, now I realized, and my, my therapist hit me with this too, and he was like, you're always one foot out the door. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he was <laughs> like, you're, I'm not asking, I'm telling you. I've known you <laughs> yeah. for 12 years. You are always one foot out the door. And I was yeah. like, you're right. And I said, it's because I'm, I'm afraid of wasting my time. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of committing for six years mm-hmm. or five years or however many years. I'm, I'm afraid to do that because what if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. And he said, 
but let me explain something to you from a win-win standpoint. I was like, okay, go ahead. He goes, let's say you put in all this work and you make the necessary changes that are essential for a good relationship. And it does work. That's a win, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But let's say it doesn't work. I'm going to still show you how it's a win. Because now you know you are capable of doing what you said you were going to do. Mm-hmm. Now you know you have the tools for success. Maybe not in this relationship because it's not right for you. Exactly. Maybe for the next relationship exactly. that is right. As mm-hmm. I always say, my ex was grooming me yeah. to be a groom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she, bl- yeah. bless her heart. Right. I know this is going right. to hit different for her. But <laughs> nonetheless... Um, and so for that, when he broke that down for me, it's a win-win no matter what, Mm -hmm. but you have to commit to being a hundred percent in because the worst thing, in my opinion, what I fear most in life is regret. Yeah. And the one thing that I will never have in my marriage, God forbid, nothing, you know, something happens and it doesn't work out is I won't have regret. Mm -hmm. I know I tried it. You know, I gave it my all. I tried my best. I was consistent with Mm -hmm. the work. And at the end of the day, that's all you can really yeah, ask for. I'm the same way. Um, but yeah, for sure, you have to, you have to be, oh, I think that's what we said. Like the key is to get yourself to a point to where you know, no matter what relationship you're in, yeah. whether it's with the woman that you messed up on or mm-hmm. a, a woman down the road, you know that you're the best version of yourself. Right. And I think that's what the key is. Cause it's, if you're doing this just for them, to win them back or to impress them, mm-hmm. it's not going to last. You're going to yeah. run dry. It may go for a year, but ultimately you're doing something for somebody else. You're not exactly. doing it for yourself. And that's with everything in life. You have to focus on doing what, what you're going to do to become the best version of yourself. And it's not easy. No. It's not like you're going to wake up and just all of a sudden be this perfect human. Like yeah. It's a battle. But once you start to overcome these things and you start to gain control of it, you start to feel more powerful. Right. You start to feel more happy. And at the end of the day, if it does, if you guys are trying for a year mm-hmm. or two years and she wakes up and she's like, I just can't do this. I still don't trust you. Right. You know that when you come out of this, the next woman is going to be able to fully trust you 100% yeah. because yeah. you know you're not about no BS. Right. And I think that's really the key to it all is like, yeah, for sure. look, I love you. I realize I messed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to to show you with actions and not words. Right. But if you just cannot get over it and the trust just never comes back. Yeah. I know that, that I did this for myself. Right. You right. know, and, sure. and that's the most powerful thing. And it? that's the beauty of it right, right then and there, because now you know that, that you're good. And mm-hmm. again, maybe this situation isn't for you. You know, the saying is, uh, if it no longer serves you, you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do is to let it go. But in the long run, you'll, it'll, it'll be the best decision you could have made. But the other thing is, is you have to be very clear on setting intentions mm. with yourself, but then also in that relationship that you're trying back with. Mm-hmm. Because if the expectation is off and the intentions are off, it's not going to last. Yeah. You're already uphill battle, right? <laughs> yeah. you're tr- trying to get back after, right. after like someone, the, yeah. you know, someone messed up. So it's already going to be you know, a slippery slope. You're already going to be against the odds. But if you can go in with the right intention and communicate that intention yeah. to that partner uh-huh. and then also go in with the expectations and with the expectation part, let the woman set the expectations. Because, right. again, it because of we messed up mm-hmm. the ball now is in, in, in her court. I'm yeah. going off of your timeline. Uh-huh. I'm here for the long haul. Yep. Transparency. No problem. Here's the password. Right. Where am I going? I'll let you know as soon as you know what I mean. Right. So there's got to be that that communication and, and that intention to yeah. uh, help manage the expectations. So. I know you said you're doing all this work, especially with this year. 
but this is this is work for the long haul. Mm-hmm. You know, this is you just enrolled in mm-hmm. life's yeah. program. Yeah. <laughs> this is life university. Uh-huh. It's not like twenty twenty university. Yeah. What are some of the things that you're gonna lock in in a concrete way to sustain this change, to yeah. break the the chain and the lineage mm-hmm. curse? You know, it's crazy because I, I talk about um like purpose and finding purpose. Yeah. And for me, like I always like in my mind, purpose was, oh, well, I want to be a big actor or I want to yeah. be a successful entertainer. But the real purpose, bro, is being able to help other people mm. overcome their struggles in life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and I felt like when all this happened, I found my purpose yeah. because one, like when people see an attractive male, they're like, oh, he's a pretty boy. He's a playboy. He's conceited. He's conceited. All yeah, these, yeah. all these misconceptions. Mm-hmm. When really, like, you know, we can be that staple that really help guide men. Because a lot of men are looking to us, like, what's he wearing? Right. How's he moving? Right, right, right. You know what? Is, how's he treating the woman in his life? Right. And right. we don't even realize it Mm-mm. because we get so caught up in living out what they, the title they've put on us. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, yo. Like I'm moving in purpose and it feels good because I've, I've been able to like change people's mindset, change men's mindset now. Mm-hmm. And, and like how you're doing, like when I seen you, I was like, damn, like mm-hmm. this is an attractive dude. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's, he seems like he's doing his thing, mm-hmm. but he's talking about his wife. He's mm-hmm. proud of his marriage. He's mm-hmm. talking about these things about faithfulness and moving in the right direction. Yeah. And bro, I don't see a lot of that. Like you don't see a lot of that. Like most yeah. attractive males that you see, online mm-hmm. or they have a few girls around them yeah. you know what i'm saying they're yeah. they're these these playboys or whatever mm-hmm. and so for me it's like we need more of what you're doing in mm-hmm. the world we need more of the tony gaskins the devon franklins yeah. Yeah. and so for me i'm excited to be doing these things and growing every day because yeah. i realize the world needs more of it especially yeah. in the time right now so the work right. that i'm putting in is not even so much work but it's hmm. you know when you find your passion and you love it when you hit that groove yeah it's like so it's not even really yeah. work for me it's i'm learning i'm excited to get up and read a new book today i'm excited right, right. to you know if, if I've, i'm it's like a new pattern now to where if i'm on instagram looking through quotes and, and mm-hmm. sports and i see some thirst trap and pull up in the girl in her bikini <laughs> yeah. i can look and be like oh okay <laughs> like she's a beautiful woman yeah but what it like what would i gain if i sat here and looked at her picture all day right and, and started visualizing me sleeping with this girl right next get yeah. back to on course you yeah. know like these yeah. are things that i'm excited about yeah that a lot of men could use mm. because there's a lot of men that are so caught up in that web of deception you know what i mean yeah, for sure and so that like it's not even so much work for me it's just mm. i'm in my like you said i'm in my stride right now that that's how i know it's real yeah what you just said because when i hit that groove it became so natural to me mm-hmm. and i became obsessed with the work mm-hmm. uh, one of my boys hit me with this one time and i was like whoa he said when the work works watch how addicted you become to right. that Right. Because if I was addicted to a lot of other stuff, right. watch how addicting it becomes. And I, we talked about this, you know, I use the analogy of if, if you're at the gym, you're trying to get some quarantine weight off you, mm, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and you start to see you're losing weight. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, I'm going back next week. I'm going to take more classes. You know what I mean? So you become obsessed with that. It's the same thing with self-work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and I appreciate the, the sentiments. And, and like I said, when you reached out to me, because um, I only knew you through uh, 
you had worked with a couple of clients that I had worked for, and I think a couple of our mutual friends kind of, yeah. but I never met you, obviously. So I, when I got your message, I was like, oh man, like I'm, I'm humbled and, and I'm honored. And then even hearing you say right now, like there's not too many of, of me out here. I'm like, damn, that's messed up. But don't worry. It's, it, it won't it's be for crazy, long. Right? It won't be for and long. It's crazy to think <laughs> like that. Yeah. Even when I was going through my situation, my breakup, and I was like talking to Tony Gaskins, I'm yeah. talking to Devon Franklin, mm-hmm. and I'm like trying to get this information all of the dudes around that are so, bro, let's go to Vegas. Let's do it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, because you don't realize that when you're in it, yeah. you're like, yeah, maybe we could hit Vegas. Or, right, right. But when you pull yourself out mm-hmm. and then you take a look around and you're like, mm-hmm. how many men are actually moving yeah. in that light, bro? It's sad that it's not that many. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, I, I, uh, when I found my, my life purpose, which is helping people and this, this all came about, um, I take full responsibility into being the representative for men out here who want to make a change because mm-hmm. people listen to this and or watch this some guys out here this may not be for them the dudes that trying right. to go to vegas for sure this ain't for them yeah and that's okay yeah do, do you think a lot of- and it's, it's timing too you know like right i always have people in my ear mm-hmm. trying to like give me a little bit of advice knowledge yeah. here's a book but mm-hmm. you have to be ready yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no yeah. matter how much, if your mom, your right. boys, like, no matter how much somebody tries to tell you, like, mm-hmm. bro, you need to walk this straight and narrow until right. you hit that that wall where you're mm-hmm. like, I need to do this for me. Right. It don't matter. So, Mm-mm. yeah, like you said, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But and, but, and that's okay because yeah. there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of shows out here that you mm-hmm. can watch that aren't about this. And it might pop up, it might somebody might stumble on this three years from now when right. they're really ready, right? And be like, damn, I seen that three years mm-hmm. ago, but now I could really feel it, right? You know, and, yeah. and that's the beautiful thing about yeah. you doing stuff like this is somebody's gonna stumble upon this yeah. in a couple of years, and yeah. when they really need it, when they're hungry for it, that's the goal, and they're gonna be like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the goal. Because like I said in 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 the about me uh, about me video that I put out, because I felt like I needed to be, I needed to set intentions mm-hmm. for this whole show. I need to let people know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna get someone who's a, of a man who's a proud father and a proud husband. But I'm also okay to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm okay to to articulate my emotions and my feelings. I'm definitely okay to talk about my mistakes mm-hmm. because. It helped me, and I'm sure other people out there can right. relate to it. That's uh-huh. why the show is called Who Can Relate? And I felt like it was so important for me to let people know you're not alone. Mm. And that's why it's important for, for me to have people on uh, as, as a guest to let them also know. Because we all come from, from different backgrounds. We all got our own stuff going on. But for people to see someone like your position where outsider looking in, if someone were to stumble across your Instagram, they're like, oh, man, Don's doing it. Like, right. You know what I mean? He's chilling. He mm-hmm. lives in L.A. Life is great. Right. And then you're over here like, yo, I just had my stuff just completely wrecked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to rebuild. Right. Like, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. So for people to see you on here being vulnerable, it's going to help out so yeah. many. Um, one of the last topics that I, I want to touch on is um, is self-care, is, is self-love. And it's funny because I have this quote that I always use, which is um, self-love isn't selfish, it's important. And now I'm I'm trying to figure out a way because you said like we need to be more selfless, mm-hmm. right? So now yeah. I'm trying to figure out a way like to to marry the two. Right? Because How do you marry those? Yeah. It, it's a balance, right? Yeah. At, at the end of the day, like you have to be selfless. You have to compromise yeah. in all things, all mm-hmm. relationships, for sure. In in your life, but you do have to remember though, you have to be selfish with your self love, because if you're uh-huh. selfless all the time, right? There sure. goes you out the door. And I think. I think for me, that's why I said it's key that you work on all that self-love right. before going into a relationship. 
because if you if you don't have all of that to give right you're you're not going to be whole but right. if you if you've if you've got yourself to a point to where you love yourself you're happy with yourself right. you know the things that you've had to overcome yeah now you can be like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give and it, it's not like i'm like oh for the next 10 years right, right i'm gonna right. give her my all but if you're in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm going into this relationship selfless because yeah. I've worked on myself yeah. and I'm going to give her six months, a year, two years mm-hmm. to really spill my all and be mm-hmm. selfless in this and see what she reciprocates. Right. And if she don't reciprocate nothing in like a year or so, mm-hmm. then maybe this isn't even the right situation for you because right. that's how you do get taken advantage of. Exactly. So you still have to be aware. Yeah. And, and if you're, if you continue to be too selfless, you start to build resentment. Right. And there's, yeah. there's there's a great quote that says, um, don't say yes to me if that means saying no to you. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like I always tell my wife, who's a very selfless person, like, babe, don't say yes to me mm-hmm. if it means turning down something That's that good, you yeah. truly want to do because right. you're going to build resentment. Mm-hmm. Because now let's say we'll take a restaurant, for example, and I'm like, I want to go here. And she's like, I kind of want to go here. I'm like, come on, babe, let's, let's just do it my way. Yeah. She's already going to have some type of resentment. She's going to be sitting at the dinner table like... It's all right. You know, this food is okay. You know, <laughs> right. but my, my spot would have been but better. I, but I always let you, <laughs> you know, choose. Yeah. Exactly. Let, let alone yeah. some real stuff, right. whether it's, you know, kids or a home right. or a financial move. You know what I mean? So you have to be careful with being selfless because the last thing you want is to build resentment. Um, and a lot of times when you have resentment, you're the only one that feels that way because mm-hmm. you can't communicate that to your partner. So now I'm like, what, what's the attitude for? So it's like, how do you how do you find that that middle ground, that balance? Yeah, I think it's being very clear on what self-love means to you. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'll break it down very simple and I'll give you a little more complex answer. Very simply put, when it's football season, Sundays are for me. Right. You're a special guest, my man, but you don't understand. Like (laughs) anyone watching is like, Jay filmed that on a Sunday? Like he doesn't leave the house on Sunday. Even even my wife was like, Sunday. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was like, it's the only day we can get it in, you know? So for me, for sure, it's football Sunday. See, Vikings playing the evening, so I was like, "Oh, we, you were we, chilling." We, we get hey, right hey, now. the Bears played Thursday, so I was I'll like, "I'm good. good. I was okay. good. This is the perfect Sunday." <laughs> but on, on a more complex thing, you know, I I definitely have to have my me time when it comes to being better for myself. So, like, if if I'm reading a book, I'm gonna be selfish with the time, babe. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm gonna read this book, right? Yeah. Or hey, I'm gonna go on this run, right? You know, or hey, I'm, I'm gonna do this guys' night because right. I need to step away. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to just, sure. you know, break the monotony, right? And so for me, it's being very clear on what self love means to yeah. me. She's very clear on what self love means mm-hmm. to her. So that way, that expectation is there. Yeah. Um, what does self love mean? I, mean I think, and you? I think with the selflessness, I think it more so just means thought like being thoughtful in a situation yeah not like everything is them but when you go into a situation it's like thinking first and it's like okay if if i'm on my way home from work Mm -hmm. and i'm riding past a little store i can stop and grab some flowers or if i'm online buying some shoes for myself i can buy her some shoes Mm -hmm. without expecting something back if we're you know saying if i'm supposed to do something with the fellas this weekend Mm -hmm. and i know she's been wanting to go like somewhere Mm -hmm. i can set that day aside and and do something with her yeah and then in the long run hoping that she starts to see these these efforts right right and then they start to be reciprocated you know and 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 so self-love starts with that because it's like you have to be okay with yourself Mm -hmm. and know that like like you have to know that things are going to work out in the long run yeah you know, if you can make sacrifices, it's a marathon, not a a sprint. Exactly. So like self-love is about sacrificing things that are going to benefit you in the long haul. Yeah. 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 And a lot of times 
there's so many things I feel like that are unhealthy for us yeah. that we just continue to do, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. simple that dieting, drinking, like there's so many things that, that people don't even realize that we do that are not healthy for us. Yeah. And so it's about just taking care of yourself in all aspects. That's self-love in my mind. It's mm-hmm. not just giving yourself daily affirmations. You right, know, some right, people right. will be like, well, I wake up and I tell myself I'm beautiful every day. <laughs> That's not just self-love. Yeah. Like it's deeper than that. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And so it's about really taking those, those steps. Yeah. And for me, yeah. like I said, I wrote down a checklist. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people like, you should have a checklist. Like, do you, are you reading? What are you eating? Like what, what are you letting in your body? Yeah. What are you letting in your mind? Who are you around? Yeah. Like yeah. what attention are you giving? Like yeah. all of these things, that's self-love when you can sure. go down a list and be like, I've checked off every box. I'm happy mm-hmm. with myself in every mm-hmm. category. Yeah. I feel like that's self-love. Yeah. Cause you also have to protect your light. What you yeah. said is more or less that too. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. You have to protect your light. You got to protect your energy because mm-hmm. it will feed off. You, you will feed off of that. Yeah. And so if you're around some negative energy, some drama situation, you will subconsciously or consciously take that on. So mm-hmm. you have to be aware of that. And that's when, you know, comes to cleaning up your circle or maybe not going out all the right, time, et cetera. Exactly. Um, all right. So home stretch here. <laughs> we, uh, we, we talked about a lot. We uncovered a lot. We, we broke some things down. What are some of the, the, the main things you want people to take away from this episode what what are some of the things that you want to someone's watching like man i'm so glad i watched this because now i know how to move this way um i think taking care of yourself Mm. and really taking control of your mind if if Mm. anything if you take away one thing from this whole thing is really gain control of your mind right right because whether it's having a healthy relationship a healthy career right being healthy Mm -hmm. it all literally is our mind like that's it like once you gain control of your mind and you're aware of your thoughts Mm -hmm. you actually start to think Mm -hmm. and and that's the biggest thing that i've learned this year is and i've seen is once i took control of my mind Mm -hmm. i started moving in such a light speed right you know what i'm saying right right, towards the goals that i really want yeah um so that's I, i like that and and i'll i'll piggyback off of that i think your mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. The more you can master your mindset, the better. But also, too, for me, for people to take away is, especially for men, it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerability is the new sexy, mm-hmm. I promise you. Yeah. Um, being in tune with your feelings and your emotions is the new form of confidence, in, in, in a sense. The other thing I want people to take away from from this is um, self-awareness. Yeah. You know, unless you're self-aware, all the women out there looking for a man, uh, a man and they're like, men are trash and whatever the, the narrative is right now in these streets. <laughs> right. Men aren't trash. They're just not aware. Right. They're not self-aware. Yep. Uh, and and you, you got to be patient with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're patient with a lot of stuff for, yeah. for them. You got to be patient with us. So. Um, I encourage men and women to work on being more self-aware, work on your deal breakers, what mm-hmm. you want, what you don't want, what's going to work for you and what doesn't. And also to learn from your lessons in your past. Yeah. At the, at the moment of, of, you know, rock bottom and at the moments of, of it can't get any worse than this. Those are the moments where you really need to hone in and find the lesson ASAP. Yeah. Cause it's there for a reason. And it that, happens to you that, for a reason. Yeah. And that's, we keep, we keep recycling the same things. Yeah. When you don't learn, if you don't learn your lesson, you got to keep repeating that lesson. Well, I, I hit you. I hit you with that <laughs> quote, which is, I love it. Is you repeat what you don't repair. Yeah. 
And unless you can take that hard look in the mirror, you're going to keep repeating the mm-hmm. same pattern, the same cycle that is no longer serving you, but yet you're too stubborn, too egotistical, or too prideful to mm-hmm. make the necessary changes. So it's okay to repair every now and then. No one's yeah, perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so self-awareness is, is another thing, too. Um, and then also, uh, if someone is out there trying to get back with an ex, if that's the whole narrative, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. There's still, there's a win-win in it, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't be one foot out the door. There's a win-win right. in, in every scenario, as long as you control your mindset yeah. with that. Um, okay, cool. So this is the, uh, this is the fun part. This is something that you weren't prepped with at all. This is the <laughs> rapid fire questionnaire. There's five questions. Um, yeah. So here we go. So the first question is, who is or was your role model? Who was my role model? Is currently, or maybe they, if, if it was your pops and he passed, or, yeah. or someone, you know, um, past the, tense. The Rock was my role model. Okay. He was my role model. Why is he no longer? Uh, I mean, he still is one of my role models. Okay. But okay. my new role model is actually Bob Proctor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about the power that. of the mind. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't understand why nobody, like a lot of people don't know about it. But yeah. yeah. But yeah the Rock, the Rock was like my mentor. He still, it still is like a, a a goal, a goal of mine, but Bob yeah. Proctor is definitely. Okay. I like that. Um, what's one thing people don't know about you that you'd like them to know? That I'm just a regular person. You know? <laughs> I'm just regular. I'm just another person, man. Yeah, just yeah. trying to make it through this life. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 I like that. Um, what do you want to be known for when you leave this earth? So think legacy status. I want to be known for moving in purpose, for helping other people find their purpose, mm. for helping other people yeah. wake up. Yeah. Did you come to that realization that you said when your pops passed away three years ago, it hit different? You yeah. Know, you were like, life is short. Yeah. Is that kind of a moment for you where you were like, I need to start moving in purpose? Yeah, for sure. Like when my, when he passed away, I was like, we can really, we leave this earth. Like we're Just not like here. <laughs> yeah. We're not here for a long time yeah and so yeah that definitely woke me up i definitely started looking at life differently yeah okay question number four what does your dream life look like dream life big old mansion out in the (laughs) middle of nowhere (laughs) couple kids running around yeah like 20 sports cars (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah okay chilling uh question number five last question what does Don admire most about Don? The, the main thing I admire about myself is that I'm okay with myself and I'm okay being vulnerable and open mm-hmm. with myself. Yeah. And I'm willing to make whatever changes I need to yeah. for myself without a question. Okay. I'm aware with myself. I guess that's the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Self-awareness. Exactly. <laughs> and vulnerability. Yeah. Right? So you sum it up beautifully. Uh, this part of the show... Um, I don't need a script for it. This is where uh, I acknowledge my guest. So when thinking about ways to acknowledge you, uh, it was tough because I don't know you, <laughs> right? But I started to get to know your story. And so for me, I saw and see a lot of my three, four-year-old self in you today. Mm. And and I, as I told my wife, you know, you were going to come on, I was like, man, like, I'm proud of this dude already. I don't even know him because number one, just for him to, for nothing else, for you just to be aware is is everything. Mm-hmm. For you to be aware, you need to make changes. For you to be aware, you can't keep taking the same you into a new new situation, expecting new results. For you to be aware that 
damn, maybe I'm the common denominator. Mm -hmm. Maybe I do need to work on myself, right? right? That takes a lot for anyone, let alone a man, to come to grips with that in terms of that. So I acknowledge you for that. The other thing I will say is the effort that you're putting in to this new and improved version of yourself, right? Part of this show is me trying to help people discover their higher selves. You're on that path. Mm -hmm. And in words of acknowledgement but then now words of encouragement is keep at it because i promise you like this path that you're on is the right path it it is what your purpose Mm -hmm. is like like you said we're not here for long life is short but while we're here we better put the work in we better like you're 33 i'm 33 i remember when i was 20 i'm like 33 is old you know what i'm saying like now i'm like like, damn damn, (laughs) i'm just getting started right you know what i mean because that's how i feel Mm -hmm. so again um my, my acknowledgement for you to, um, to be aware that you need to make some necessary changes for you to be okay with being vulnerable with it, for you to be okay with, you might lose some people that were in your circle before mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Cause it's about you right now and it's about what's going to make you happy yeah. ultimately. So, um, again, I know we don't really know each other. This was the first time we've actually physically met, but, um, I'm one phone call away. I'm always yeah. here if you need anything. Likewise. Um, and, and, uh, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm, I'm excited for this journey Ron. because when I first got on it, I was so fixated on the finished product of myself. Mm-hmm. And one thing I learned from Kobe actually at his retirement speech, and he said, everyone is so fixated on the end of the road what it's all about is the journey. Yeah. It's all about the process. Mm-hmm. So as much as you're excited to get to, you know, quote, quote unquote, complete version of right. Don, best version of yourself, Don, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. Cause these will be the moments you reflect back on. And you're like, man, that was so dope. How I went from a to B just like that. You know what I'm saying? Or that was so dope when I was able to be vulnerable with my woman mm-hmm. or with my family or my friends. And we're now stronger and we have a better bond because of it. Right. So, uh, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. And yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for what you're on, man. So, Appreciate that, um, man. and congratulations on the book Thank for you, sure. Man. My Thank truth. You. Yes, sir. Um, tell the people where they can find it and maybe a little bit of, uh, the back cover of the book. Yeah. What's it about? Yeah. So the book is on Amazon. Uh, it's pretty much about everything we talked about now. Yeah. Um, upbringing, how to break generational curses, mm. um, being vulnerable, giving people my mistakes and letting them learn from my mistakes and grow from it yeah. um, and how I've gotten over them and like this new journey that I'm moving on. So, yeah. Yeah. so yes, yeah, my truth, giving everybody yeah. my all and it's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. And one thing, you know, when I flipped, cause you gave me the book right now, I was flipping through the con, uh, the, the contents of it. And what, what stood out to me was a letter to my dad. Yeah. And, that hit home for me, man, because as we talked about, you know, the letter, not to give a spoiler alert, but it's about you forgiving him. Mm-hmm. And and that really says a lot about you, because, again, when you forgive someone, mm-hmm. it's not about the other person. It's actually about right, you. Exactly. So for you to do that, that had to been a huge weight yeah. lifted off mm-hmm. of you, you know, and you're at peace with it. So we'll make sure everybody gets the book. Um, I'll make sure I include the Instagram, the website, yeah. all the above. And um, again, man, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you being comfortable being uncomfortable maybe right, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. but 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 you're gonna help out a lot of people right. and that's what it's all about um so i appreciate you bro thanks for coming nah, on man for sure appreciate um, you. if you guys could relate to this in any way or maybe if you couldn't if you know someone who can relate to this um please like it please subscribe please share 
the whole purpose of this was to help people. I know that Don wasn't the only one going through what he's going through, vice versa. And I know there's out there people out there who can relate to it. So once again, thank you for joining. Appreciate you having uh, for coming on, bro. My I'm God, man. Thank you for having out. me, bro. Yeah, for sure. Ah, that's it. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.